Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. Hallelujah. This morning, I just uh, within that limited time that we have, just want to bring to our remembrance again um, a forthcoming program of prayer. It's not just a program, it's prayer time. <laughs> it's prayer time. So please, let's get ourselves ready for this awesome, awesome time in God's presence. It's not just a program. It's not just a gathering uh, to mark register, but a time to touch heavens. A time to touch the heavens of the heavens. And uh, bringing forth the power and the presence of the Lord in our current time and in the days to come. Uh, So I want to encourage you, every one of us, to please get ready for this time, for this moment of prayer. Starting from this Friday, by the grace of God, we shall be here, you know, with fasting and seeking the face of the Lord. Amen. And uh, the preparation we have before that time is also very, very key. Preparation before the time, it's very important. And I started a message with us some two weeks ago about this. Jesus Christ did not only come to show, I mean, to save us by the means of uh, going to the cross and all of that. That's, that's a great thing that Jesus did f- for us. But more than that, to also show to us how to connect with God. How to truly, truly serve the f- truth and the faithful God. You know, I think it's said in one, of, uh, in one passage of the scripture now, I think um, John chapter 17, said that they may know you, the only true God, and thy son Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. That is the cruise of connection. Not everyone, Matthew seven twenty one. not everyone that say, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of God except those who do the will of the Father. So it means people can continue to say, Lord, Lord, and yet, God does not even know them. God does not even recognize them. It will shock us that some people can be on the altar as I am, with a microphone preaching to people, and they have no single record before the Lord. He doesn't even know them. And of course, in that same Matthew, he said for that, I will say to them, go away from me, depart from me, ye workers of iniquity. For what? I know you not. I think that is in verse 23, right? For I know you not, you workers of iniquity. So there are, there are people who claim to be serving God, but they have no connection. Jesus therefore came and reveal to us how to truly connect to God. And one of the platforms of connection to God is through prayers. He himself demonstrated it. Mark chapter 135 says, And in the morning, 
rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into the solitary place. And there he prayed. He was showing us something. See, Christ, in the real sense, in the real, real, real sense of it, Christ does not need to pray. It's Christ. But while he was here, I don't know, can we receive this? Why he was here was Jesus. A God in the human body. And with human body, anything can go amiss. Do we understand? Anything can happen with human body. So for Jesus Christ to truly dominate and truly subdue, he has to put the flesh under subjection as well. No wonder he said he, he was tempted, tested in all things. You can't test God. Which means he was having human nature. He slept like you and I. He ate like you and I. He was hungry at the time. In fact, he was angry also. Everything we went through, Jesus went through. Because he was carrying a body that is subjected to the nature of life. And therefore, there is no one who carries this body and survives or survives the spiritual uh, um, intensity that is you know, compressing the body either from evil spirit or the, of, the, of the divine spirit coming together. There is no human who survives activities of, under this body without prayers. No. Not one. If you heard that anyone walk with God, it's prayer that means walking with God. There is nothing, it's not just walking or even attending churches. It's not what we're talking about. We're talking about real, genuine prayer. Spending time in prayer. And Jesus Christ taught us how to do this. So Mark chapter 1, 35 showed him, when, I mean, went to a solitary place. Luke chapter 6 verse 12. The scripture says, and it came to pass in those days, that's another scenario, that he went out into the mountain to pray and continue, how many hours? All night. In, not all night, you know, just wasting time. Not all night, uh, we can do a lot of things all night. But the scripture was specific that our Lord Jesus spent time all night praying to God. Why? Because he needs to succeed with the body that he carried. He would not be able to succeed without prayers. So if Jesus prayed, why would you and I pray? Why do we think that just... When, if Jesus can spend all night, why do I, you and I think five minutes, ten minutes prayer is enough? Somebody says it's not how long, it's how well. But I say if it's do well for long, how about that? If you do it well and for a longer period of time, how about that? God wants us to pray. I started a talk, talk a discussion on effective prayers and communion with God some couple of weeks ago and we told us about Jesus praying and uh, it's one of the ways that also Moses walked with God that account that we read in Exodus 33 verse 13 downward was all about prayers Moses was 
spending time pressing in. You know what? It, pressing in, it, it, it told God, I want favor. And God said, okay, I will do this. First, he said, we need you to follow us. God said, yes, I will follow. That's pressing in. And then he went further. He says, not just following, but show me your glory. And God says, nobody ever sees me see glory. Even went further. I want to see your face. Pressing in, little by little, jacking into God until God could not deny him. And God says, okay, wait. My glory will pass by. And I will hide you by the cleft of the rock. And I will reveal to you my back pass. But my face you will not see. And Moses was waiting. And the Lord did exactly what he said he would do. And Moses was hidden at the cleft of the rock. And God said, I will cover you with my hand. And he went past and he saw the back pass. It's not like he saw the height and the, how big God is or the size of God. No, he saw what has been done in the past. And was able to write in the beginning. God created heaven and earth. Revelation comes in the place of prayers. How was he able to know? He was not born. All the story he wrote in Revelation was not born. And don't forget, Moses was already exposed to the magical world in the land of Egypt. So they have the best documentation at that time. He would have taken one of those and confused all of us today. But he received the divine revelation of how it was made. And science cannot deny it. Because the word of God is forever. A place of prayer. We told us four or five things. One of it is a place of prayer is a place of revelation. A place where God reveals, where God makes himself known better. God was able to talk to Moses face to face. It is the medium of communication where God can pass information across to you. A place of prayer. God just look at Abraham, Genesis chapter 8. Can I do all this without telling my friend Abraham in the place of prayer? God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. That had no problem with Abraham. He had no business with it. Mind you, Lord's deliverance was not part of that plan before. But somebody at a place of prayer negotiated it. And the Lord answered. Otherwise, maybe Lord will have been destroyed with them. A place of praise, a place of communication, a place of, a place of communion. You fellowship with God. And after fellowshipping, such as Abraham did in that Genesis 8, and the Lord started revealing secrets unto him. God said, for I know him, that he will command his generation. And generation after him to, for, to follow my command. He had not had a son then, and yet God knew him. Does God know us? A place of prayer is where God knows you and I. Prayer is not just a place we ask for things all the time, ask, 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 ask. No, it's also a place where I want to touch my father. I want to feel daddy's presence. I want to feel God. I want to know you. A place of communication, a place of fellowship or communion, koinonian. It is also a platform of spiritual dissection. We talked about this already. And self-examination. That is where you get into and you ask God, how am I doing? How, how am I doing, Lord? It's a place where, you know, Isaiah said, in the day King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord, or I see the Lord in his throne. And the more he got closer to the Lord, 
the more he found himself unworthy of God. That's what happens in the place of prayer. I, I don't know if it has happened to you. You finish the prayer, you don't even feel like talking to anybody. You are just, you are just lost. You are just like God. I, I don't feel like I'm worthy of this word anymore. When all this, do me, do me, do me, this, 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 give me this, give me that, is just disturbing us. It's because we have not spent time enough in God's presence. And we shared the body and the weight of the flesh. And when you come out of that place, you are too spiritually connected to want anything in this world. A place of prayer. It's a place where spiritual dissection takes place. Where you see every, every pruning that needs to be done in one's life is done. Where God shows you who you truly are. And you make amends and receive grace to further on the journey. It's a place where our humanity mingles with the divinity of God in exchange. Someone says, give a man a pile of prayer. You almost give him the omnipotence. There is nothing he cannot do because God has committed himself to praying, to, to answering prayers. It is a platform of spiritual dissection. It is a system of spiritual awareness, awakening. Revelations of God's dealings are revealed. <clears throat> Excuse me, in the place of prayer. Job said, as I was in the days of my youth, Job chapter 29, verse 4, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacles. Where? In the place of prayer. In the place of prayer. In the place of prayer, where you worship, where the secret of God is revealed. Psalm 25, 14 says, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him. And it will show them his covenant. Happiness and occurrences of the season are revealed in the place of prayers. You won't know except you find time to ask God what is happening. Now they are just talking everywhere. Inflation, inflation. You know those things can make people run some high blood pressure. Inflation here and there. Especially if you have some foreign money everywhere. And uh, <laughs> you just like you just wake up and say, hey, wait, there's still food in Walmart. Stop. Stop. Don't kill us with all this. You go, oh, it's now scarce. Everything's now scarce. Da 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 da. Inflation everywhere. I'm like, ah, it's okay. It's okay. With all those burdens. All those, you know, and you're into stock and all of that. You can start running some high blood pressure. But when you lay down in the place of prayer, God, what is happening? You hear the voice, calm down. Don't fret. I am in it. And then the peace of God, a passage all understanding, floods your soul, your spirit. And people were like, why are you rejoicing when everyone is in trouble? No, I can't be in trouble. Why? Because I have an added advantage. The Holy Spirit has spoken to me. The Lord can tell us things that happens or things that are happening in the place of prayer. And I, I mentioned here sometimes, I said, you know, there are things that are determined in the realm of the Spirit. Whether you like it, we like it or not, it's going to happen. Do we understand that? We can pray it away. Such is what happened in Genesis 41 when Pharaoh had those dreams and says, 
you know, seven cows are lean. They are going to take, swallow the ones that are heavy. You remember that? And the second, there are two signs that he saw. One was a cow. What was the second one? Thank you. There's this, like, a, like wheat. So the, the lean ones were swallowing the, the big one, the, this fat one. And Pharaoh saw those dream twice. He forgot. He needed somebody to remind him to. I mean, he needed somebody to interpret. He did not forget, actually, but he was troubled. He needed somebody to interpret. Joseph said something in verse 32. It is because these things are established by God, and God will short, shortly bring them to pass. These were famine. In another translation, he said they have been decided in the spirit. There is nothing anybody can do about it. This is some of the places where sovereignty of God is established. You know, we human beings, we think we can do and undo. We think we can, we can subdue God. I will pray God to stop. I will pray God to... <laughs> May I tell you that even when we ask for forgiveness, there's a prerogative of God to forgive if he wills. Don't say, yeah, you must forgive me. No, there's no must. And it's biblical. I will have mercy on whom? And compassion on whom? It is not of him that will it. Not of him that run it. But it's of the Lord that shall mercy. May God show us mercy in the name of Jesus. No, sometimes we think it's our right. It's our right. This God. I, I've had someone, someone preach before. You don't need to beg God. You don't need to beg God. This is your father. Don't beg him. Sorry, there are prayers you beg God for. You don't need to beg him. You're not a beggar. That's not, that's not in that contest. But also, don't think you can just, yeah, I have the right to just walk right in and say, you must give me a, have you forgotten Jesus paid for the price? Who sent the Jesus? <laughs> we come to him humbly, with humility, with reverence, in awe of his presence. Many things that are decided in the spirit realm can be revealed in the prayer, place of prayer. And the last one, I say prayer is a system of victory for believers, the platform of spiritual battle. Believers are not allowed to carry AK-47 or bomb or missile. We're not allowed to do that. But we can launch our spiritual missiles in the place of prayer. Somebody is mesmerizing you. Warn him. Because I will lock my door and the result will be devastating for you. That's where Christians power is. That's where we launch our home missiles in the place of prayer. How many battles have we won on our nails? Not throwing one single arrow. Yet 185,000 soldiers of a kingdom perished in one night. You know what it takes to kill 5,000 soldiers? <laughs> At least from the war in Ukraine, you can understand a little bit what's going on. Russia said they lost 5,000. I know it's more than that. You and I know. But 5,000, not 500 animals, though. human beings. <laughs> for a war that was not called for, uncalled for. There was no need for it. Step, let's even say it's 5,000. Are we out of our mind? But 
An angel killed 185,000, one angel in one night. Let's fear God. There's no power that can stand him. If you can only pray, there is a God to answer. It's a platform where you settle matters. The enemies are confused. Their plans and, 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 and gimmicks are discomfited, just like our brother shared testimony this morning. Right here, you can send that missile. It has a longer range than any longer any long range missile. It can reach Nigeria from here. It can reach Cameroon. It can reach South Africa. Right from here. You can launch it. United States will come. They won't even know it's flying. <laughs> because it is pressure missile. Jesus Christ gave us some examples, or the biblical tips, I call it, of what prayer looks like. You know, before I go into that, there are different kinds of prayer. Prayer of thanksgiving. Okay? That is such as they did in the book of Acts, chapter 26, 25 to 26. You may just quickly project that. Prayer of thanksgiving. Acts chapter, I would like to read that quickly. Acts chapter 26. Please hold on for me. Let me open my Bible here as well. Okay. Um... 26 verse 25. The Bible says that uh, uh, sorry, I might be making a mistake. Uh, Act chapter 4. Sorry, that's a mistake. I think it should be Act chapter where these two guys were in the prison. It's the Act chapter 16, I think. Act chapter 16. And suddenly, yeah, Acts chapter 16, 25, thank you, sorry. It says, and the night, and the, at the midnight, Paul and Silas, what did they do? They prayed. And they do, they, they sang what? Praises. Your praises are prayers. Do we understand? When we launch our praises, we are praying. Don't ever think you want to pray for one hour, you spend 45 minutes praising and you think you wasted time. No. Battles are won in the place of thanksgiving and praise. The 185 soldiers that died in the battle of 2 Chronicles chapter 20 with King, uh, what's his name again, Jehoshaphat, was praise. Sent praise first. You know that guy was behaving like a crazy king. They said five kingdoms were coming against you. The first people you put ahead. I think you should have put the one with uh, you know, nuclear weapon in front. No, but he knew, understood the nuclear weapon of the spirit, and he put the trumpeter forth. It was craziness. And as they were praising and marching with trumpet in front, I think the enemy would be, are these people stupid? What's going on here? Where is their nuclear weapon? But they were launching it in the realm of the spirit. And the Lord fought the battle. He said, the battle is not yours, but the battle is the Lord. We sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. We sing glory, honor, power, and strength to the Lord. 
they were, they, they were coming and the Lord said, the battle is not yours to fight, it's God. And what happened? As they were preaching, the Bible said, God launched an abushment against their enemies. They started fighting themselves and ended up killing themselves because somebody prayed. Prayer of thanksgiving. The next one, prayer of supplication. Now, before I leave that at 16, when Paul and Silas were praying, the scripture says in verse 25 and 26, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. Earthquake happens in the realm of the spirit when we praise God. It's a prayer. It's a weapon. My worship is my weapon. Those he said, this is how I win my Abba. It's a weapon. Don't think it's just choir coming and singing and uh, oh, the voice, uh, the keyboard, the melody. No, 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 no. You're fighting a battle. Prayer of supplication. The action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. That's what supplication means. To make humble retreat, entry, rather. Humble entry. So be careful for nothing. That's Philippians chapter 4 now, verse 6. But with prayer and supplication. You make your request known unto God. With thanksgiving. You see, different kinds of prayers. Itemized in that scripture. To make entreatment unto the Lord. Number three, prayer of petition. This is bringing a request based on what has been written. You understand that? Supplication, maybe nothing is written. I'm just begging you, God, have mercy on me. But request or petition, Baba, you wrote it. This is your word. And according to the order of so, 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 and so in the scripture, I am standing on this order to make it happen. You are writing a petition. Prayer of petition. To make a formal written request to an authority. And we can do prayer of warfare too. Prayer of warfare. Launching the missile against the enemies. You know, some Christians believe there are no enemies. But I tell you there are enemies. In fact, the ark one is the devil himself. And that's the one we should focus at. Bible tells me this confit the device of the crafting so that their hand cannot perform their enterprise. They have enterprises. They, they have work they want to do over our lives. But it will always fail. In the name of Jesus. Prayer of intercession like Abraham did for Lord. Interceding. Time will not permit me to go deeper into that. Interceding. Interceding. Asking Lord if you find 10 people. I mean if you find 50 people. He said no. I can't, if I find I will forgive. If you find 40, 40, 45. Say I forgive. If you find 30, 30, I mean 40, say I forgive. What if you find 20? What if you find 15? What if you find 10? And after, he said, okay. <laughs> then, don't be, don't be angry. Lord, I am, what about now? If you find just only, and God said, if I find these righteous people, I will not kill them. I will not destroy them. It was that bad. Prayer of intercession. But as we rise up this morning, we're going to pray, launch one weapon, one weapon of warfare. In the realm of the spirit, David said something. He said, Lord, how they increased that troubled me. 
Say many are they that rise up against me. Say many are they that said of my soul, there's no help for him in God. But thou, O Lord, shall we rise to our feet? Harashit for me, my glory, you do lift my head. We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at RCCGPPPSK, on Instagram and Twitter at RCCGPPP. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.